BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you doing? Well, I hope it's March. March Madness. It's my birthday month and I will expect gifts. Send them to my office. I got a P.O. box. I'll give you my P.O. box thing. Really, if you want to write me letters, I'd love that. I would love just hear sweet words, a pen pal, if you will. Hold on, still thirsty. Let me take a sip of this. What am I drinking? A spindrift. Squeeze a lime. That's what's up. Everybody, got a lot of bitching to do today. Got a lot of things on the docket. I was listening to some of your voicemails. Y'all are just as fucked up as I am. So it does make me feel better about my current situation. However, let's get into essentially what's going on in my life. As you know, I'm built like a water buffalo, you know, a Chinese ox, boar, a wild Italian boar. They have very thick necks, tiny little ankles. You know, I come at you hard. I'm very top heavy. Uh, When people say, you know, lift with your knees, I lift with my titties. And that's just where I have all my strength. Uh, Anytime I even look at a curb, if I sneeze walking down a flight of stairs, that's it. Both legs are broken. It's just how I'm personally built. Threw out my back this fucking weekend. When I say threw it out, like tweaked a rib. I don't know if you've ever tweaked a rib before, but it literally takes your breath away. You cannot breathe. You cannot take a deep breath in, out. It's just sitting up hurts, laying down hurts. I was sitting on the toilet Saturday morning and I realized I could not reach around to get the toilet paper. I literally had the toilet paper and I go, I can't. I'm so tight. My back is my L5 and L6 or just shooketh. I couldn't wipe. I had to drip dry. You know, thank God it was a Uh, number one. But regardless, you know, this is where I'm at. I'm turning 34 on the 15th. Mark that down in your calendars, March 15th. E2 Brute, the Ides of March. And if you don't know what that reference is, maybe you should have paid attention in history. It's the day Julius Caesar died. And he looked at Brutus and he said, E2 Brute, like, and you too, Brutus, you fucking betrayed me, you little dirty dick bitch. And Brutus was like, yeah, I did. And that's the day I was born. <laughs> oh my God. That's the day I was born. Is the day Brutus looked at Caesar and was like, nah, motherfucker, you know, and just stabbed him right in the chest. And that's maybe why people who are born on that day come out full sass. You know what I mean? Maybe that's why Pisces are. We're dreamers, a little soothsayery. We see the future. We know. We already know what you're about to do because we read you like a fucking book. E2 Brute. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I know shady fucking people when I see them. Y'all already know I'm an empath. I know. Well, I am actually very trusting, but I'm also really nice to you if you're a total cunt because you know what? I know you're a Brutus, so I got to keep an eye on you. Sleep with one eye open. Julius Caesar, you want to know what he did? A lot of fucking shit. Very inventive, very creative. I'm pretty sure he invented like the water system. That's 100% bullshit and not accurate. Julius Caesar, what exactly did he do? Julius Caesar, I'm I'm Googling uh, inventions. Inventions? 
Okay, I'm typing with one finger. Five things you might not know about Julius Caesar. Well, this was written in 2013, so you can't trust it. He wasn't born by cesarean section. (laughs) Why do we need to know that? This is on history.fucking.com. He was kidnapped by pirates. His love life was complicated. Yeah, tell me about it. He had a son with Cleopatra, Gucci gang. And he's considered the father of the leap year. Thank you. Told you. He came up with something. You know what I looked up the other day? You know, I'm deep in an outlander wormhole and I'm having to kind of go back and forth. Okay. I took an animal. I literally Googled the other night, the history of Scotland. Then I'm looking at the history of Great Britain, you know, and then I legit, what happened in the year one? Like, is there an established year one? You know, and then I tried to look at how old is the world? And I was just in a enthralled in the history of time. And it's very fucking confusing. It's very confusing. I never got a direct P to P. The earth is X amount of years. And are you ready for this political correctness bullshit? Now, apparently, you know, there's before Christ and after Christ, but now there's common era and like before common era. Because I guess you can't say before Christ. Guys, he's in the history books. Whether or not you've taken him as your Lord and Savior, I mean, come on. E2, Brute. You can't trust anybody. You can't trust a single hoe. I'm telling you, I've had this weird itchy feeling and maybe because I'm going into 34, which I understand it's still a young, vibrant year, but I threw out my fucking back this weekend and I'm feeling a little wishy-washy, a little itchy, unwell, unsettled, if you will, about these other women who are in their early 30s fucking thriving. You know, you see the bitch on Facebook, Trish, she's like, building an empire, I'm... 31. (laughs) You sell fucking leggings out of your Honda Accord, Trish. It's not an empire. It's a pyramid scheme. Building an empire. Is everyone building an empire? You know who built an empire? Caesar, Cleopatra, Queen Elizabeth. I'd like my own wine line. I would like a line of crisp Chardonnays trying to get that happen. Building my empire. You want to really talk about goals? One of my goals is to have a beautiful dressing line like Paul Newman. I love condiments more than anything in the world. Don't think you need a main dish. You could just bring me some non bread and a bucket of blue cheese and I'll swirl that bitch up two dribbles of Crystal's hot sauce and I got a meal. You know, Arby's, we've got the meats. I don't need your meat. I need your dressing. Very simple. God, I'm fucking on one, but my nails look good. I got an ombre. Y'all, I got a, I found a new nail place, got an ombre. They are looking good. So let me get back to I threw out my back and why I hate myself right now. I got a mattress delivered to the house. It's one of those mattresses that, you know, unfurls. I'm such a fucking idiot. I got so excited. I opened it up in the kitchen. Why? Why would you do that? Why would you not take it to the bedroom that it needs to go in and then open the box? So then Jeff and I carried the mattress upstairs. Now, mind you, I'm built like a water buffalo, an Italian wild boar, thick neck, thin ankles, very top heavy. Okay. I've said this. Literally all of my strength is in my L3 and behind my titties. My core rib cage is powerful. I took a corner weird or something and I almost like tweaked a rib, okay? Now, I don't know if you've ever thrown out your back, but you literally cannot breathe. It's like the most crippling sensation. It is truly unbelievable. I didn't really start feeling it till a couple hours later on Saturday night. We went to dinner with friends and then I got home. I was like, I can't breathe. All of Sunday, could barely walk, took a fucking painkiller. So I'm like, you know, razzle fucking dazzle. And I go get a 90 minute deep tissue massage. Shout out to Anna. Today, I had to do an emergency chiropractor. I called Dr. Strickland. He's the best. And I said, listen, you got to get me in. I can't breathe. Sure enough, I get there, bada bing, bada boom, tweak, twak. He put the healing hands on me. He's like, your rib cage is like not even set. That's how bad I had tweaked it. You need that little extra boost of energy and you want like a little caffeine kick and some protein, but you don't want to have the jitters. You don't want to, you know, go to Starbucks and drink a mocha frappuccino that's going to make you feel like shit literally and probably give you the shits and a headache, then you should be drinking super coffee because super coffee is my friggin' jam. It's my absolute jam. Here's the thing. Did you know that a Starbucks Frappuccino has 52 grams of sugar and 370 calories? Did you also know that they burned me with a hot coffee and haven't called me back? That's what's up. 
But Super Coffee is just as delicious, but contains zero grams of sugar, 10 grams of protein, and only 80 calories per bottle. You know what I really love? I get the vanilla and then I'll pour it over ice. Or sometimes I'll put it in the blender and kind of make it like a frappuccino. Like when it's hot out, I already know what I'm doing because it's got protein. And I don't know about y'all, but I can't really have caffeine without a little protein. I can't because then I get the jitters and the sugars and it's crazy. But Super Coffee is delicious and it's also keto-friendly, lactose-free and gluten-free. It just keeps you really nice and balanced and you don't have that nasty crash at the end. Nothing's worse than the the caffeine sugar crash. You don't have to worry about that because Super Coffee literally is just, it's doing the Lord's work for you. I love the vanilla. They also have a sweet cream, which is my jam. And I've got a special offer for you. Super Coffee has a 60-day money-back guarantee, meaning if you don't love it, you get your money back, no questions asked. We've worked out an exclusive deal for Absolutely Not Podcast listeners. Receive 25% off your entire first purchase. That's 25% off your entire first purchase. I recommend one of their best-selling variety packs or bundles. This is a great way to try all of their delicious flavors. To claim this deal, go to drinksupercoffee.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout. Super Coffee is also available nationwide in over 25,000 stores like Target, Whole Foods, Walmart, Kroger, and CVS. So praise be, I'm on the mend. But I'll tell you what, for the last 36 hours, I've been in a dark, dark place. One, because I think I'm turning 34 and I didn't expect to be A, this fat, B, this tired, genuinely always fucking hungry, D, with no ovaries. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I have ovaries, eggless. You know, my feet hurt. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to bitch and I want to bitch for the next couple minutes. And I don't want a single fucking person to, you know, roll their eyes while you're driving your Nissan Xterra, great cars. Everybody had it in high school, but I don't want you to roll your eyes and be like, oh, body positivity. (laughs) Shut up. I am so sick of people also positive shaming. You know, I talked about it last week. I hate the COVID shaming. I hate the vaccine shaming. I hate, now you got birthday shaming. You got every fucking thing. But body positivity shaming has to stop. I have always been a pillar of love you, do your thing, fucking Gucci gang. You a thick chick, thick neck, thin ankles, flexy ankles. Or if you're the opposite, if you've got thick ankles and a thin neck, bitch, show off that decolletage. Wear an off the shoulder top because I can't do it for me, please. You got a great personality? don't get into stand-up because it'll kill you. (laughs) I've always been like, find out what you're good at, find out your best attributes and flex them, flaunt them, do you. I'm overly confident. This is where it's gotten me in trouble because in the dark shadows of the night when I'm putting on, you know, a pair of underwear and I can feel them rolling down on themselves because I don't know, my stomach is literally stretching through my pajamas. It's like, what have I done? And I've always been a thick girl and I love who I am. I don't want somebody to be like, no negative talk about yourself. Shut the fuck up, Trish. Don't tell me Heather McMahon, who's about to be 34, who threw her back out this weekend and can't fit into her new golf clothes. Don't tell me how to feel. I am bitching. Don't act like you don't sit around with your friends and bitch about putting on weight, whether it's COVID weight, whether it's whatever. I'm so sick of us not being able to talk about the fact that I'm uncomfortable. I was talking to my friend Jen the other day and she said, Heather, you know, the only way to lose weight is depression or anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, when I look back, the only time I really like dropped weight like hard was right after my dad died. And that's called depression. Now, anxiety, I don't lose weight with anxiety. I, I pound, I just pack it on. My father and I were the same. We were, were nervous eaters. When I have a big project coming up, I'll go to Publix, get two pub subs, keep them on ice in a cooler on my desk and just go for it. Like I was driving around the other day and listen, I feel so grateful to, you know, especially in this COVID time, like to have my health, but it's like my hormones are so fucked up. And I feel like as a woman, I'm starting to get betrayed a little bit by my own body. And I don't want to hear some intuitive like nutritionist being like, eat whatever you want have a healthy relationship with food. I have such a healthy relationship with food that I allow myself to eat whatever the fuck I want. And here we are. And if you've never experienced this, if you're driving in your car right now, listening to this and you're like, I've never like had my skin feel tight against its own skeleton, then this isn't for you. And good luck to you, Emily. 
Oh, you've maintained a cute 120 your whole life? Fuck off. I literally have my underwear rolling down on themselves. I'm an active person. I know every diet in the book. I know what to do. You know, before my dad died, so he died in 2015, I did not allow myself to have pasta. Like I'm like all Italian now and I'm like doing my pasta and living my life, eating risotto, whatever. I did not allow myself to have carbs. It wasn't a thing. Was I thinner? Yeah, for sure. But I wasn't ever thin, thin. You know what I'm saying? You know, after my dad died, I saw this, not a life guru. She was like an intuitive nutritionist. And she was like, Heather, you have to like allow yourself to eat everything, you know, go get the best. That was her thing. She was like, go get the best cheesecake. If you want a slice of cheesecake, get the best cheesecake. If you want a pizza, get the best pizza and then enjoy it and indulge a little bit. But I was like, bitch, if you tell me to get the best pizza, I'll eat the pizza. Then I'll get the cheesecake. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Because when I go out with all my thin friends, they're like the thin kind of people where they can still eat. They eat whatever the fuck they want and they're thin. And then I'm with them. I'm like, oh God, are we letting our hair down? Good. And I don't want to have a complex. I don't have a complex. Maybe I have a complex because I'm talking about it and I'm saying I don't have a complex so many times in a row. I'm just uncomfortable. My back's fucking thrown out. My pants are tight. And listen, what is somebody going to say? Heather, you always bitch about it. Yeah, but you know what? I got to be dead ass fucking like P2P honest with you, it has been so long since I have easily been able to take off weight because my hormones have just been such a clusterfuck. I've seen three hormone specialists. We're trying to figure it out. The last year, I mean, I just sweat through my clothes now. I sweat. I went to the chiropractor. I am actually moist. I'm dewy around my breast area. I don't know what that means. And when you're a naturally larger person and you know the amount, it's not just like, hey, just working out and cutting calories, okay? If I'm not on a steady diet of cocaine and Diet Coke, it doesn't happen. Don't know what to tell you guys. Intuitive eating does not work for me. Keto does not work for me. It's either you have crippling depression, do a lot of Adderall and eat like hit five o'clock and eat a fruit roll up and then have two you know, busy hard seltzers. And nowadays I got to fucking worry about, I got to worry about the cool down, the warm up before a workout. Let me tell you, if you're listening to this and you're in your twenties, this is not some like 1980s standup bit. This is fucking real. In your twenties, you know, what was the biggest thing you worried about on a Monday? You're like, do I need to get a plan B? Do I need to take the morning after pill? Oh God, let me go get a Gatorade because I'm still hungover from the weekend. In your thirties, you got to call your chiropractor at 6am and say, Hey, Dr. Strickland, can you get me in? Because I can't fucking breathe. That's what you have to look forward to in your 30s. You want to move some furniture for your mom on a Saturday morning? Guess what? If you don't do 45 minutes, a Tai Chi, lukewarm warm up, you're fucked. Your L3 is going to be on the other side, looking at your L7. I don't even know if there's an L7, but guess what? The tip of my ass hurts. So you do the math. It's like, how did we get here? Y'all, I love Brooklinen because they have created the most beautiful, high-quality bedding and home essentials for like half the price. My Brooklinen everything is my jam. We're home. Like, I want to feel like I'm traveling. I want to feel like I have the luxury that, you know, high thread count, like I'm staying at a gorgeous hotel, but I don't have the time, nor do I have the money to spend on it. The good thing is Brooklinen works directly with manufacturers to give you a fair price. So there's no middleman, no markups. Their comforters come in lightweight all season and ultra warm to suit every type of sleeper. I'm a hot sleeper. I like the lightweight. It's my jam. There's even a weighted comforter. Great option if you you need a little stress relief. They also have a variety of materials, including eco-friendly recycled down alternative. Some people are allergic to down. Did you know that? Yeah. And if you have that allergy, it's like sleeping with a pack of geese. You can't do it. Pair perfectly with their sheets, their pillows, and their duvet covers. I have their sheets and their duvet covers and the the lightweight actual comforter, and it's my jam. It is so good. And listen, there's a reason why Brooklyn has over, this is a lot of fucking five-star reviews, 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. That's a lot. The people have spoken. Brooklyn is the jam. Treat yourself to the ultimate comforter comfort in general with Brooklinen's Comforter Collection. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code absolutely not to get $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N, Brooklinen, 
dot com and enter promo code absolutely not for $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com promo code absolutely not. And now I got to go have this procedure done, you know, to try and figure out if I can have kids. And I'm like, I don't even want kids right now. But they're like, if you don't put this shit on ice, you're not going to have options. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. In my 20s, I took plan B like it was Tic Tacs. I took plan B, you know, like people take mushrooms and Joshua tree. Horrible. Hated that. Hated that alt line. Hated it. But you know what I'm saying? If I could just sit around and like, I don't know, do whippets. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> whippets. Guys, who does that? If you don't know what a whippet is, then you're better off. Don't do whippets. That's the dumbest thing. Were you ever at a party in college and you saw somebody do a whippet? And you're like, what are you doing? And if you've never seen the intervention episode of the crazy lady with the 10 cats who would suck dick in the Staples parking lot to this older boyfriend and he'd go into Staples and buy her the uh, computer cleaner so she could huff it. It's really sad, truly. But if you know what I'm talking about, you can see like, I don't know, the cynical funny side of it. She was banned from Staples. Just, you know what? Google it. I can't get into it. You know what I'm talking about. If you listen to this podcast, you've probably already seen this episode of Intervention. You know, I listen at this point, I'm, I'd suck dick for a couple of things. And you know what pisses me off too? It's that this entire world of like Instagram and everything, these women, again, cherish yourself. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad about themselves. I'm just bitching about myself personally. I'm just stressed out. I'm sweaty, tired, hungry, and busting out of my fucking pants. And I think I have such a negative attitude about it. I know that the only way that my body reacts to releasing the weight, feeling okay, like, I know the only way is through extreme cocaine use. <laughs> so I got to find a dealer and I just know how complicated that is. No, I love myself. I love myself so much that I, I say things like, Heather, you've had a hard day. You've been a good girl. You want a cookie? You know what I mean? I don't deprive myself. Heather, you ate such a good girl. You want a margarita and a little cheese dip? You want a little queso? You've been a good girl. You're so funny. You're so cute good girl. That's me. Those are the conversations I have with myself in my head. Hi, girl. It's been hard. I know you're tired. You're having to do all this weird stuff with your eggs and your ovaries. Girl, you want to go get a little personal pizza? Because guess what? Every pizza is personal. That's the voice in my head. It's this like little lady. Okay. You know that lady? Did you see that YouTube clip that went viral and they're like, ma'am, what are you going to do during the storm? She's like, well, I'm just going to stay home and bake bread and make cookies and get all fat and sassy. (laughs) That's me. Heather, what are you doing for your 34th birthday? Well, I'm just going to stay home and make a casserole and some cookies and get all fat and sassy. That's me with a front and side lateral lisp. Fat and sassy. That's who I've become, fat and sassy. And listen, I know I'm fucking hot, okay? I don't want to hear it. The face is good. The legs are trim. It's just, you know it's bad when you put on a sports bra and it's tight. My sports bras are tight. It is what it is. And I kind of like with the back thrown out, now I got to ice it for a week and I got to go back to the chiropractor. And then I've got all these things that are like in my way. And maybe it's a mind fuck. Yeah, I'd love to be doing a program right now but I can't even fucking move my body. I'm sitting here on a heating pad and took a tramadol hoping that my pussy doesn't break because guess what? I don't know what's going to happen. So I just want you to say, listen, if you're sitting around with your girlfriends and you're bitching and there's one girl in the group who's like, we're not going to talk about COVID-30. We're not going to talk about it. Talk about it because we're all experiencing it together. And if you did not put on weight this past year, suck my dick. I just want to not sweat. And it's embarrassing because these brands keep sending me shit and I don't have the heart to tell them. They'll send me stuff and they'll be like, Heather, did you love those jeans? And I'm like, you know what, bitch? I couldn't get it above the kneecap and I've got thin legs. So I don't know what that is. I don't even know who to call about that. Heather, we sent you those sweaters, extra large. Did you love them? I'm like, extra large for who? A fucking ferret? Extra large for a pool cleaner? I don't understand. Who was that for? Listen, I'm building my empire. I'm going to have my really like size inclusive, really hot, sexy, supportive, like built-in bras, like sexy. You can run around with your jugs, just like bouncing all over the golf course, golf and tennis line. I'm also going to come out with a wine because yes. 
And the moment somebody's like, you have to quit drinking. I'm not. That's not the program for me. That's not, I'm not doing it. But I'm turning 34 and I've never felt sweatier, dewier, thicker, more tired, hungrier. I'm just itching. My mood is off. And I'm sure it's the hormones, guys. I know it is. But I'm just in a fucking funk. And here I am watching Outlander. And listen, this is not against the the actors. They're all thin. Do you guys know this? Everybody was thin. And then I'm calling my agent being like, hey, can I get a fucking Renaissance piece? I got a Rubenesque body. Renaissance body. That's what I have. Why can I not get cast in a period piece where women were celebrated for a good titty and a soft core? Not soft core porn. I'm saying I would do it though. Just a soft core. You know, when am I going to be celebrated for that? Why isn't anybody writing these roles for me? Got to write it for myself. You know what? Fuck it. Putting it on the vision board. I'm going to write a Renaissance movie that's like funnier than shit. And I get to just lay on a chaise lounge with my Reuben-esque body out. It's cherished. It's worshiped. Eating grapes with my titties hanging out. I want to be topless in a movie so bad and no one's calling me to do it. And this is where it comes full circle. I bitched to y'all, which again, I probably should have called my therapist about this. But now I'm back to being like, I am so fucking cute. Why? I'm cute. It is what it is. You're cute too. We're just bitching. I bitch about it. And then I come full circle and I go, honestly, Heather, you're great. You've got everything you need. So like, honestly, fuck the haters. (laughs) But the only hater is myself. You do realize that, right? We are our own worst critics. I think I'm just triggered. I'm watching a lot of old shows. Everyone is thin. Everyone's in an empire ways. And I'm watching all these softcore porn love scenes. And I'm like, hornier than shit. And I'm just like, what is happening? This woman is so thin and so beautiful. And her tits point the exact same direction. What is that like? And again, we should have grace. Give yourself grace. We've been through a pandemic. Give yourself grace. But then I'm really pissed off because then I see people like Rebel Wilson and Adele who got fucking thin. They didn't tell us. That's a part of a thick girl pack. Like you're supposed to call me and be like, hey, bitch, I'm getting thin. You on board? I'll go, fuck, okay, I'll do it with you. (laughs) Not a fucking phone call. Those selfish cunts. Y'all know I love Vizzy. I freaking love it. It's delicious. It's refreshing. And it's got vitamin C. Vizzy is the hard seltzer of my literal wet dreams. Keeps me hydrated, parched, feeling good, feeling great, feeling like I'm getting a little bit of vitamin C. Why? Because it has acerola cherry in it, which is exciting. If you didn't know, acerola cherry is actually like a really incredible antioxidant. Okay, it's a super fruit with 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange. Who knew? They have some new flavors. Okay, they have a pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, blueberry pomegranate, but now they've got a papaya passion fruit, watermelon strawberry, blackberry lemon, and raspberry tangerine. Dude, the blackberry lemon is my friggin' jam. It is so amazing. Also in April, Vizzy is launching its own lemonade hard seltzer in four delicious flavors, watermelon, peach, raspberry, and strawberry with the same just amazing antioxidant vitamin C from the Ace Roller Cherry. You can enjoy this refreshment. Now they've got even more flavors. So you got a whole, a whole library to choose from. And at 5% alcohol by volume and only 100 calories and less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating. And Vizzy Lemonade has zero grams of sugar, 12 ounces per serving. It doesn't get better than that. Honestly, I really had to like look at the sugar that's in my products. I've had to cut back and I have two Vizzies and I feel great, lubed up, ready to go. And I feel like, hey, I'm getting that vitamin C too. Upgrade your hard seltzer. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash absolutely. That's V-I-Z-Z-Y, HardSeltzer.com slash absolutely. Must be 21 or older. All right, I've bitched enough. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's a lot of, a lot of sweat, a lot of, I smell like a, like an extra tire, like a spare tire. I don't know what that is. I don't even know where it's coming from, but that's where I'm at. So- If you're wanting to bitch and complain this week, do not let anybody tell you that you can't do that. Do you hear me? If they're like, no, no, it's only positivity. Tell them, listen, shut up, Trish. Get back in your Honda Accord. Call me when your empire's built, bitch. I'm building an empire. Tracksuit at a fucking time. All right, I know y'all got issues. I'm sorry, I'm bitching, I'm complaining. Let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can hit the hotline. I'm gonna give you the number. I should have had it pulled up on my computer. I didn't. 
Hit the hotline, 800-213-7503. Let me see what y'all are bitching about. Love and light. Hello, Heather. This is Paige, new listener from Southern California, and I can't get enough. You have been talking a lot about different types of shaming, and my absolutely not is grief shaming. My brother unexpectedly passed away a few years ago, and now my dad recently passed two months ago. When my brother passed away, I had a family friend, in quotes, come up to me just days after his passing and say, well, at least it was just your brother and not your parents. I fucking can't stand people that compare levels of grief. Everyone's hurt is all valid and equal, and it shouldn't matter who it was that you lost to make it a greater loss. This is my absolutely not. I hope you agree. So now that I have lost the two most important men in my life, I'm allowed to be sad. I call bullshit. Sorry, just had to get all that off my chest. Love and light. Wow, this hit me in my core. Yeah, fuck anybody who says like, you're supposed to grieve A, a certain way, what you're supposed to grieve. Wait, hold on. Also, I literally, I'm trying to take a deep breath. You had somebody say, at least it was just your brother. Oh, what? Guess what? Absolutely motherfucking not. And at least it wasn't your parent. What? Oh, fuck them. You know what? Fuck them. And you know what I hope you do? I hope you plant something like a, you know, a weird foot in their backyard and call the cops. That guy needs to be strip searched. Who the fuck says that? I I hate people. I do. And I love people. But then that kind of shit you hear and you're like, what? I, I can't even wrap my head around it. And I've said this before, but at my dad's funeral, you know, we had people saying everything happens for a reason. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Some things do, but guess what? A death, I don't think does. And listen, Paige, I just want you to know, I am so incredibly sorry and my heart goes out to you and I love you and I'm, and I'm legit. I've said this before and I know that you get it because now that you've experienced such loss, it's fucking bullshit. It's some dirty dog bullshit. And I love you. But that's some bullshit to lose your brother and your dad. What the fuck? And then somebody says, at least it wasn't your parent. Well, guess what? Your parents will die too. At least it wasn't your parent. Huh? So my siblings better? Listen, I'm sorry that you had a bad relationship with your twin brother, Charlie, you know, because he fingered your girlfriend in the eighth grade and y'all are identical twins. So it kind of, you know, he didn't know. You know what I'm saying? He pulled a twin fast one on you, but that doesn't mean that that's the relationship that I have with my sibling. So fuck off. That is kind of wild though. If you're identical twin and you do that, is that, is that, that's creepy, right? If you hook up with the same person, but you're twin. So it's like, I tricked, you know, I tricked him. That's still rapey. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Fuck that. And grief's a wild thing. I think too, like, and listen, I, I, I try and say this to everybody. It's going to come in waves. Give yourself grace with grief, okay? Yeah, we all need to give ourselves grace, but truly with grief. And it'll hit you weird times. You'll be driving, leaving a Pilates class, and you're like, I'm going to get an acai bowl. And then you just start weeping in your car, and you have to pull over in front of a CVS, you know, and you're like, why should I go in there and buy a lot of products? Like, you just don't know what to do. So then you go into CVS and spend $250 on like goodies, hair supplies. You buy like 65 scrunchies and you don't know why you did it. You just needed to. And then you buy like caress body wash and you're like, it just reminds me of my youth. Honestly, it, did, it didn't have so much chemicals in it. It's a great body wash. You're never fully dressed without caress. Isn't that it? I think so. Anyways, that's bullshit. I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. And I'm sorry you you lost two people that you love. You know, and it's interesting. Once you've lost someone, you do have a very cynical way of thinking. And I'm just going to say something, and this is probably super fucked up, that I'm I'm voicing this out loud. You know, through my egg process, obviously, we're going to try and make embryos because we have a better chance of, because I know who I want to make babies with. And I literally asked the doctor, I go, hi, I just have a question. What happens if I take all of my eggs and make all my embryos with Jeff and then he gets hit by a bus in two years and then I get remarried down the road and I want to make a baby with another man and then he's like, but you don't have any eggs left. You only have embryos that you made with your your dead husband. Literally is what I said to her. And she goes, wow, you've thought this through. 
And I said, no, it's just, I lost my dad. And so I just understand like life is fragile and like we could all die at any minute. So I'm actually just trying to plan for the future in case God forbid something were to happen. But I love Jeff and I don't want him to go anywhere. Like he's my best friend and my soulmate. But you know what I'm saying? She's like, no, that's, that actually makes sense. She's like, that's a good question. That's how I think now, which is fucked up, but also like kind of being proactive because Jeff can make more semen. So if I get hit by a bus, he'll still have shooters. Once you take my eggs, it's a wrap. If you take them all, like it's done because women only produce so many eggs. Men, they got jizz every 35 seconds. So I was like, maybe do we take, you know, if we get enough eggs, do we keep a couple just eggs and then make embryos with the other ones? Like, I'm just looking at my options here. Because listen, once somebody dies, you're like, shit, I got to, you know, now that my dad died, I've realized we now have a will in place. We have estates. We have, you know, all these different advisors. Like I've got my ducks in a row in case something were to happen to myself, my sister, my mom. Like we just, now we're prepared for the future because once you go through it, you fucking learn. But how dark is it that I said that to the fucking reproductive doctor? She's like, this is honestly a great question. And also you've clearly gone through something in your life. But yeah, the grief shaming's got to fucking stop. Don't tell me if I want to walk around Costco with my pants down, at least I have my mask on, and, you know, buy a case of wine and cry on a Tuesday because my aunt died, I'm going to do it and let me do me. Don't fucking tell me how to feel, how to think, how to act until you've been through it yourself, okay? If you're thin, don't chime in on the weight loss. And if everybody in your family's still alive that you like, don't tell me how to feel about my fucking dad or brother. What an asshole. I can't believe he said that to you. I love you. I'm thinking of you. This is some dirty dog bullshit. I hope we can giggle a little bit through this. You know, I have my TV show that I've written that we're, hopefully it, it will get picked up. It will get picked up because I'm asking the Lord. But it's about this. It's called good grief because I, I took all the things and the crazy moments and really just the, the wild and outlandish things that people said to me around my dad's death, there is good shit in grief because the funniest shit will come out of the darkest times. And that's what our whole show's about, is about going through those experiences. I mean, to this day, you know, I talk a lot about that experience in my standup because it's so fucking funny. People are like, what? This happened? I'm like, yeah, this really happened. Because I don't know, until you go through it, now that I'm on the other side and I'm like, okay, I've lost death. I've seen someone die in front of my eyes. I've been through it. I have such a dark, twisted, cynical sense of humor about it because I now also realize that like we will all die at some point. I don't know. I hope this isn't getting too dark. I just want you to understand from my perspective. Now I can look back and go, this is so fucking fucked up, but also funny. Because I know that at that in that moment, you wanted to like, I mean, you should punch that guy in his dick and, you know, hide a body in his backyard and call the cops on him. You know what I'm saying? You do have these moments where you look back like a month later and you're like, what the fuck? And you have to laugh because it's so insane. Again, I'm thinking of you. I love you. Thank you for sharing that. And yeah, grief shaming has to stop. It has to stop. It has to fucking stop. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Carrie. And my absolutely not of the day is being in my late 20s and having to ask myself if I need to change my side part that sits on the left side of my head that has sat there since I was a child. I'm now starting to see wrinkles on that side of my forehead where I drive the car and the sun hits your face when you're driving with you know, your left side. So do I need to switch my side part to now cover that side of my face while I drive? Because I'm only 27 and my left forehead is way more wrinkled than my right forehead. Absolutely not. Please wear sunscreen. The rest of my life is, is going to be scary if this is how it's going. Thank you for the love and light that you bring me every day. Carrie, this voicemail speaks to me on a lot of reasons because again, it, it brings back to shaming. I don't know if y'all know this, but there was a big thing on TikTok where these fucking Gen Zers, fuck me. I don't know time or space. If you're Gen X, it's what years? Age range. Hold on. Because we're millennials. Baby boomers, 1946 to 1964. Gen Y or millennials born 1981 to 1994. That's us. So the Gen Zers. Yeah, the Gen Zers are, you know, those little shits on TikTok that know how to make all the good edits. I wanted to make a video so bad the other day on the TikToks. I said, I need a fucking 21-year-old intern to come over here and show me how to work my fucking iPad. 
So let me tell you, there's been this shaming. The Gen Zers are telling us, the millennials, that we should only have a center part and that we shouldn't wear skinny jeans. We're only supposed to wear, you know, those norm core mom jeans that make your ass look good. But if you're thick in the front, it's either going to make your dick bulge or your fupa's just got its own zip code. So, you know, a lot of people are fighting back. Yeah, you're a millennial. You're like me. I was born in 87 because you're in your late 20s. You know, it's some bullshit. Don't tell me, youth, how to do my hair. You know, I look back at photos of myself in college and where my titties out. I was always one sneeze away from full areola releasing itself out of my halter top, really starting the party. Also loved a halter top. Haven't worn like an actual just halter where it ties behind your neck. And when you have huge tits, you got to tie it so tight that you actually end up pretty gnarly back problems yourself. So just want y'all to know that my journey with back issues has been pretty much since college. Yeah. So now these young, young kids, the youth is saying we have to have a center part and we can't wear skinny jeans. So let me get this straight. I love a side part. I naturally have a cowlick. So I kind of have a I kind of have a natural middle part. It's like a middle side because of the way that my cowlick works. That's where I get my volume. You're telling me I can only have a right down the middle, smooth, straight middle part. So some bitch named McKenna, McKenna will be satisfied and think I'm cool. Hey, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, suck my dick. I don't care. And you're asking me to take my best feature, which is my thin ankles that I like to flex in a crop skinny jean from Old Navy because they make the best jeans. And you're telling me I got to wear some loose baggy boyfriend jean that makes my tender skinny chicken legs look bulky. So I'm heavy up top and on bottom. No, that's not balanced. I'm not fucking doing it. And no, Carrie, you wear your side part. If it's covering up a lazy eye, you fucking make it even deeper. That's what's nice about a side part. You know, if you got to wear an eye patch, you can do a strong bang to the left side. No one has to fucking know. If you got a bad sunburn, bop, put it over, little mousse, you know, get a round brush, really swoop it up. No one has any idea. You got pink eye. You can cover that shit up with a side part. So don't come at me. You, you youthful, you know, gen, what are they, Gen Zers? And tell me, oh, yeah, you guys are old. You guys don't look cool. Fuck off. I don't want to hear it. I don't need your advice. I do need you to come intern, though, for me because I don't post on Instagram anymore. My grid's low because I just like to tell stories because I'm an old lady now. I know how it works. You know, I post, it's 15 seconds. I can literally write jokes in 15 second increments. But now I got a TikTok. I got to use backgrounds and have some like dubbed over voice lip sync bullshit. If there is anybody who would actually like to apply to be like my social media intern and can help me make some really cool, like compete on TikTok, I would fucking love it. Please. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. I would love your help. I will pay you. But also, I want you to come with a little pep in your step. I'm officially asking for a TikTok, Instagram helper. I'm putting it out there. Look, I don't want you to bitch and complain and tell me how to live my life when I'm giving you a a, a career. I'm giving you a job opportunity. McKenna, Brooklyn, Thor. You know, some kids named Thor because their mom Imagine Chris Hemsworth, who was Thor on their dad's face when she came. That's why you're named Thor and no other reason. I think he was Thor. I'm pretty sure Chris Hemsworth was Thor. Let's see. Who played Thor? Was it Chris Hemsworth? Yep, it was Chris Hemsworth. So that's why. Just wanted you to be aware. You're welcome. Live your life. Don't let anybody dictate how you should wear your hair. You do you, bitch. You look great with the side part. Remember, keep the volume up. And if you can only afford to Botox one side of your face, you just let the other side droop. And that's what's up. That's on God, period. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. It's Emma again from Aspen, Colorado. Sorry, I was kind of stoned in the last message, but it's hashtag legal here, so it's okay. But also, absolutely not, because I was a hostess at a restaurant and Chris Jenner 
Corey Gamble and the Hillsiggers came in and Corey said he'd pick up the tab, quotations, and he tipped 10% on his bill. So also absolutely not to the rich people, famous people coming to town and also not tipping. Thank you. Dude, Emma, you're high right now and I fucking love it. Also, this will be very short and sweet. Fuck that. I'm so glad you called out Corey Gamble. That's funnier than shit. Listen, I was a server, bartender, hostess, barback, literally have done every job in a restaurant for, you know, probably eight years of my life. And I just need you to know that I literally, you could spit in my food, take three hairs, rub it in my omelet, and I'll still tip you 25%. And if I'm ever out to dinner and for some reason my mom picks up the bill and you're waiting on our table, I will go and recheck her bill because I love my mom, but she's 73 and still believes that everybody should get tipped. Like she literally will pull out a change purse out of her fucking Louis Vuitton bag and will like leave three quarters and a smiley face. And I'm like, hey, mom, that doesn't work. And she's like, what? And I'm like, you've never worked in a restaurant. It's at least 20%. She goes, your father was always a good tipper. I never know what to leave. And I'm like, it's a real easy math equation, but I won't fight you on it. So I just want you to know that's bullshit. How do you just not tip 20%? You've got money. I don't want to fucking hear it. Gucci gang, I love throwing somebody under the bus sometimes when they're cheap. And we know they have money. Now, whether or not Corey has money, great question. I don't fucking know. But he has to. I don't know what he does. But you got Chris Jenner on the arm. Like, surely she's at least paying him an allowance. I'll do a little digging there. But fuck that. And I've always said, you know, you tip people because people don't realize people in the service industry are only making them a very minimum, not even minimum wage. They make like two eighty five dollars an hour. So they live off tips. If I don't have cash and I'm at a valet, I'm like, what's your Venmo? What's your cash app? I'm going to send you a solid 10. Like I, I am overly gracious even when I shouldn't be because I've been in those shoes. I've worked those jobs. Everybody should have to work in a fucking restaurant. Like Israel sends their teens, their Gen Zers to military school for two years to serve. We got to go work at a fucking Outback Steakhouse. And I feel strongly about that. Thank you for the call. Thank you for throwing somebody under the bus. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Lauren from Philly. I have an absolutely not for you. Absolutely not to coworkers who continuously ask for your advice and then they don't take it. Then they come back and they complain that whatever they asked advice for didn't work out. Like, here I am trying to help a sister out, woman helping woman, and you're not following my advice. Just stop asking me and do your own thing or take my advice. But either way, stop complaining to me about it. All right. Love ya. Girl, I feel this hard in my core. Nothing is fucking worse than when somebody comes, you know, and women, we do this to each other. You know, your friend sits down and they're like, hey, like, what should I do? So this is the deal with my boyfriend. He's actively been sleeping with my roommate. He's kind of verbally abusive and honestly has a small dick. Like, should I stay with him? And then you're like, no, Trish, you shouldn't stay with him. This guy sounds terrible. Let's set his car on fire. And then a week later, she's like not talking to you and being weird. You're like, Trish, why are you being fucking weird? She's like, it's just like Mike and I decided to get back together. And I'm just, I just need you to be supportive of it. And you're like, you asked my opinion. Ask me what I should do. I told you he's got a tiny dick. He's an asshole and he's cheating on you. And now you want to go back with him and you're getting an attitude with me. You're getting an attitude with what? Uh, not today, not today. In a work situation, what do you think I should do? Should I do the PowerPoint in Cosmic Sans Am or Times New Roman? And you're like, hey, Comic Sans Am, I don't think that's a good one. I think it's going to make the boss think you're a little childish. You're not taking the job seriously. And then she comes in with bubble letters to the PowerPoint and then is mad that the boss doesn't take her advice. She's like, wow, I can't believe it. And you're like, I told you not to do that. You didn't take my advice. And now you're pissed at me that he didn't give us the project, the lead on the project. I mean, what do you think we're doing here? Don't come for me for advice because guess what? I'm a Pisces and I give good advice. I'm a good listener. I'm a good lover. I'm a good dreamer. And I got an enormous vagina worth of advice and energy because I see the world. So don't ask me what my thoughts are and then I tell you my thoughts and then or get sensitive about it. I feel like I'm very 
gentle when I talk to people. Like we're having a laugh. I get sassy on the podcast. But if we were sitting one-on-one and you're like, listen, this is the situation. I'm like, girl, I got your back. But I just want you to know like, "Eh, this guy sounds like a douche or maybe this sounds like a financially not a great thing to do. I'm going to be P2P, real kind, real tender because I I need advice too. But when you don't take my advice and then you want to come for me, that's when I get nasty. I don't have time for it. You don't have time for it. And it's a maturity thing. I do think it's a maturity thing. Like when we're young women, you know, we stay in these horrible relationships and then you hit over 30 and you're like, fuck, unless it's got a big dick and a lot of money, it's not worth it. I would rather stay home and do it myself. Watch a little Outlander, turn on some Highland bagpipe music and just vibe. Smoke a J, take a bubble bath and do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? But don't come for me. Don't ask my advice and then not take it and then be a bitch to me. And that's how I feel. You know, this is how I feel. But again, if you're a health expert or a weight loss consultant, I don't want to have a conversation with you because you already told me your opinion and I'm not going to take it and I'm going to hate you. So see how full circle that came. Oh, you're a nutritionist? (laughs) Are you Trish? Call me when you've had a quattro formaggi risotto from Milano with a cappuccino, real milk, and then a Florentine steak with a blueberry sauce on it. It's a place called Dante's in Milano or Acqua al Due in Firenze. Oh, you don't go to those places because you're on a diet. I don't want to live your life. I just got really mean towards nutritionists. I didn't mean to do that. Y'all are doing God's work. I just, I, I didn't mean to do that. I See, I took it in a negative place. Thank you so much for learning nutrition. And you know what? That's the other thing. It's really the man who's trying to keep us all sick because they're the ones allowing the food with preservatives. I'm not even going for those foods. I eat very clean. I just eat a lot of it. Like you can eat a rotisserie chicken that's clean, but if you eat two of them, it's too much. And that's where I'm in. I don't know portion control. Wow, I just figured out my problem. It only took me an hour, but I just figured out my problem. Eat everything in moderation, but if it's cocaine, go for it. God, see, this is what it is. Who needs therapy when you could just have a podcast and you guys are helping me figure out my issues. I'm helping you figure out yours. We're all in this together. I love it. As always, you can call into the voicemail, 800-213-7503. And let me know you're absolutely not, you're absolutely yeses. I love each and every one of you. I'm so glad I got to hear what y'all were up to this week. And let's not grief shame. Let's not tell people how they should wear their hair. You know, let's tip 20% at least. And don't ask for my advice if you don't want to take it. I love you. I need your words of encouragement too. Again, seriously, dead ass serious. I'm looking for a TikTok intern assistant. Holler at me, slide my DMs. Put a big, you know what? Put a palm tree in the DM at the top of the DM and I'll see it and I'll know palm tree. You're young, youthful. You go to the beach. You can help me. Let's chit chat. All right. As always, call into the voicemail line, the hotline, 800-213-7503. I'll see you guys next week. We got a fun guest. It's happening. I promise. I keep saying it, but literally the stars are aligning. We're on it. Love and light. And I'll uh, see you next on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.